Welcome to a special episode of the Queen's Pitch Podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Bridget. And today we have a special guest. We have Morgan on the show. Morgan, how are you doing? Hey, y'all. Doing great. It's about time we get you on the show. I know we've been trying for like the last six weeks or something with all our busy schedules. It's for our moms. We're trying to take care of our kids, do our work, do everything, get it taken care of. So I know our schedules haven't aligned. So we're finally glad to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yay! Like, so let's start off. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, yeah. How you got to like and show the FC? So, um, other than like YMCA soccer, I didn't know anything about it. And my husband uh, couldn't find anyone to go with him to the opening game last year, uh, to the inaugural game. And so, I was like, well, I guess I'll go with you. And I had an absolute blast. Like, the culture and just how excited everyone was and how diverse the crowd was. And it was so positive, even though we lost, um, I was hooked and we were in the nosebleeds. I mean, we were like three rows from the very back of the concrete wall. Um, but it, it didn't matter. It was such a blast. And so we, um, my husband took my son to the next game. And then by the third game, we had two season tickets. And then by the fifth game, we had four season tickets. So, um, we just kind of jumped right in and our family of four goes to all of them together. And, uh, I've gotten into, you know, Charlotte FC Twitter now. So I feel like I kind of keep, keep up with the team more so than, uh, my husband does now. So it's, it's pretty hysterical. That's how I started. I just went to one game and then my daughter was like, let's go to another one. Can we come every time now? And we had never even really been to a professional soccer game. And we I don't even think we'd even watched one in our whole lives. She had played for her last eight years or six years. And so then we went and it was just like, we were hooked in so now I don't even know what we, like I told her last week, I don't know what we did before Charlotte FC because my whole world's so around by it now. Same for you, Kara? Yeah. My husband doesn't keep up with it as much as I do on Twitter either. And this is, this is how we got started. We were like talking to each other on there, paying attention to news because like I can't get enough. Although we don't bring both of our kids to every game because um, they are, have some overstimulation things. So sometimes they just need to stay in bed. <laughs> Plus, they're late now. Now that they're all at 7.30 at night, and if you go to church like some of us do on Sunday mornings, by the time you get home and in bed, it's after midnight. And then to get up in the morning and try to get your kids to do anything on a Sunday, it's hard enough. But to take them to a game and then have them do that, it's a struggle. Yeah, my kids normally go to bed at 7.30. Thankfully, our church has an 11.15 service. So we can sleep in and, and have a, a lazy morning and then then hit it. But the biggest thing with my daughter I've noticed is if you get her a cup of ice, she will play with that ice for the second half of the game. And that's perfect for a six-year-old. So that's, we just let her have the ice and a straw and have a blast. <laughs> I think Kara, she, I think Carol, when we talked to her, she, she told us about getting the um, binoculars and Kara used those last time. I think that's another trick we can try. I think I'm going to bring binoculars for myself so I can see some of these guys better out there on the field. And I'm not just looking at their shoe color to tell who they are. Yeah, that's a good point. I would definitely have to buy two pairs because um, my children will fight over them. Maybe three so my husband can have a pair too. <laughs> <laughs> so who is your favorite Charlotte FC player and why? And you can also, you know, if your kids or family has different ones, please share. Uh, so my son's favorite is Swiderski, 100%. Uh, my husband's favorite is probably Yozviak. And he likes to make fun of me because I 
I was not the Oswiak fan last season, but this year, uh, I think it was your first episode. You guys were talking about how you were hoping he had a good year this year. And, um, I was on board with that. I was like, yeah, like he totally deserves to have a good year. And, uh, you know, having that DP tag, I think can put a lot of pressure on somebody. So, um, that plus coming off the injury and then getting acclimated to the American culture. So I was, I was already positive on Yuzviak and uh, thankfully he's having a great season this year. My daughter does not have a favorite other than ice. <laughs> I love Ben Bender just because he's so sweet and adorable and innocent and you just want to pull for him. You know, like I just, I just want him to have good games and do, do great things. How do you not love him um, as a player and as a, a mentor for our kids and somebody they can look up to? Like he's just wholesome and adorable. And this year they're spotlighting them. Like this year they're spotlighting them and all the like sp- social media things. They're showing us a little different side of Bender that we didn't get to see last year. He's not on social media, so you can't follow him. He's not interactive with the fans like some of these other guys are. But he, they're showing us a little bit more of him. And he's signing autographs more. He's, he's doing a little bit more this year. And I, I like that about him. The fact that he's a little cooker, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I love that um, the thing they did with him and Hagart, where they are doing this cooking cook-off or whatever uh, with Harris Cedar. I think that's really fun that they're, you know, playing that up a little bit. Yeah, Veronica's the second um, because he does work so hard for the team, but then also he works so hard for the community. Um, I think it's great. Like, he is Charlotte through and through. So I think that's that's an awesome thing. Um, and so I pull for him. And then... See, I could just go through all of them. That's the problem. So I'm going to stop there. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you weren't saying burn or bill, we're all getting, I'm just kidding. We can cut that part out too. We can't always be ragging on them too. Bill's a nice guy. Well, my favorite's Marks. We all know that. So that's not a question. But I am starting to like Hag- Hagar a lot. Yeah, Hagar seems like a great guy. Uh, and I've been really excited for Marks. I think he's doing awesome and... Um, I was so thankful that uh, Latanzio put him back in for that last game because there were rumors that Kalina might come back. Um, and I didn't want him to, his last game to be that one, that one um, bad goal that he let in after having, I mean, his first half was so good and how many times he had to block a shot. So I'm glad that he got to have a clean sheet. That was really awesome. Me too. I told my daughter if, if they put Kalina, I know I was being mean, but I said if they put Kalina in, if Laddie starts Kalina, I'm going to get on that fire Laddie train faster than anybody I've ever met, and then we're going to leave the game. And she was like, no, we're not. And I mean, I, we probably wouldn't have. And I probably wouldn't have been on the fire Laddie train. I mean, I might have. But I'm glad he gave – I mean, because just because Laddie's that type of person that I think he mentors those kids, he teaches them to do better. So I thought if he sat marks after that game, it was going to show something totally opposite of what he is – he presents, but I'm glad, I'm glad he did too. I knew Marks was, could do it. So I'm glad it came back. And he seemed so happy. I talked to him when we talked to him on Sunday. I know you saw him too, but I was like, I'm so glad that you, you know, you came through on, on Saturday night and you could just see in his face. He was so excited too. I love that. So speaking of that, um, what is your, what are your thoughts so far this season? What are my thoughts? So I think that obviously this week we've heard that there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, in personal lives of players that, you know, we don't, we're not privy to and we don't know what's going on. So I wish that people would give Latanzio a little bit more of a benefit of doubt. Um, You know, last year him being the interim manager and then this year finally having 
the um, freedom to kind of move. I know he says his game plan. Um, I don't know. I, I, I trust Latanzio. Maybe I have rose-colored glasses on, uh, like Danny Bram says. Um, but I just, I, I want, I believe in this team so much in this whole one and a half years that I've been a soccer fan. Um, and I just, I want these players to do well and I want Latanzio to do well and I want the team to be successful. So I'm just trying to be more positive and trust the process because they are getting better. I mean, I can see, you know, the sparks of things coming together, like um, Kerwin and Yozbiak and how well they're playing together. And now Swiderski's jumping in there. And if we can just get them to like click with Capetti more, and then I'm, I'm just waiting for Guzman to come back because that's who I should have said is my favorite was Guzman because he is, he is amazing. He's just not been there. He's everybody's favorite, right? He's a backbone. And and we obviously missed that backbone. Yeah. I can't wait to see him come back to the legacy because we can be right there. We can like reach out and touch him. I like to see how Marks works with Guzman too. You know, with Guzman being that leadership and like that that big presence out there. And I think that only strengthen Mark's confidence and strengthen, you know, his trust. But I did hear Mark say that he trusts Bill. He really, <laughs> he trusts Bill, so that's good. That's good. Is that what he said? He trusts Bill? Yeah, he said him and Bill get along really well. And he, if Mark's trust Bill, then we're gonna we're gonna trust Bill. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna always trust him, but he did. He did. He said that. So I don't- if you could pick any team to win against the rest of the season, who would it be? I mean, it would be really nice to beat Atlanta at Atlanta. Uh, I feel like that's always a fun rivalry that we've created. Um, and the Red Bulls are always fun to beat too. So I think those are the two that if we could get really dominant wins out of, that would be really awesome. Yeah, not going to lie. I can't wait till we smack John Tolkien again. I think we're going to be LAFC at home. No, but I mean, I can hope. We can all dream. Might happen. If I drink enough, it might happen. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to win that game. But we can, we can hope. <laughs> Maybe by then Guzman will be back, though, because it's at the end of the year, right? Yeah, he'll be back before the end of the year, though. Guzman will be back, I think, by June. That's what I mean. By then, we'll have a good lineup, maybe. We'll have, actually, a back line. We might get us a transfer in the summertime. Dreams can happen. That sounds like wishing on a star. We could do it. We're not going to do it, but we could try. So, did you have a favorite game or moment of last season, other than, like, the inaugural one, that stood out to you as a defining moment, either for the club, player, you, yourself? So, last year... um, so this is a personal favorite moment. This wouldn't be particularly about the team, but um, so my dad was uh, battling congestive heart failure uh, for several years. And then last year he was in hospice care and he had good moments and bad moments. Um, but last year he had one, a couple weeks where he was feeling really good. And so we were able to take him to one of the games with us. Um, so he went in my daughter's space and he had enough energy to you know get up to the 300 level and, um, he bought a shirt and we have awesome pictures of him and he just had the time of his life. You know, he'd been to Panthers games before, but had never been, um, in the Panthers den and getting to see that kind of thing. So he passed away this past January. Uh, but one of his favorite things was being able to go to that Charlotte FC game. So, yeah, so that was a, a big moment for our family and an experience we'll never forget. I love that so much. What was yours, Kara? What defining moment? Yeah, what was your favorite time last year? Well, so 
I guess with the team, my two my two personal moments have been that I have broken bones, and yesterday I got a um, emergency root canal. So I have bled, sweat, tears, broke a bone, gotten a weird surge, emergency surgery, and listen, I am still at the game. <laughs> so nothing's sta- <laughs> nothing's going to stop you. <laughs> nothing's stopping me. <laughs> If I have another baby, I'll just labor at the, you know. Please don't. Uh, Please don't do that. Stadium. Please don't. <laughs> I don't trust the, the sanitary, the, the sanitation. I'll just walk down to the hospital after. It'll be fine. No, because in the beer, the beer showers, you know, the beer showers, we don't, no, that's not good. We can't I'm not near that. that. I have a very nice restroom. We had a nice section until the beer showers the other day, the last, not two times ago. Oh, they, they hit you? Oh, our whole section was in, like, the beer went everywhere. Lily was like, Lily's like, Mama, I was going to open my mouth, you know, just so maybe a couple drops would get in. But I didn't. I didn't do it. <laughs> like, really? You'd be like, good, because it's nasty. That's what I told her. I said, you're going to put it in your mouth, and then you're going to throw up, and then we're going to have to leave. So don't do that. That's right. That's right. I was going to, Mama, I was thinking about opening my mouth, but I didn't. Like, at least she told me, but I was like, seriously? That's such a teenager answer. Yeah, but she's 10. She's 10. Okay, we ain't teenagers yet. <laughs> I know, but she, you know she acts like a 13-year-old. Oh, I know. It was horrible. Yesterday we were we were at that game, right? And I was watching her and your daughter. And your daughter's not boy crazy like mine. But anyway, these little boys came up behind us. And Lily goes, oh, mama, those are 10s. <laughs> <laughs> what? Those are 10s. They're 8 years old or 9 years old. They can't be a 10. 10. 10. Anyways, I guess it's better than her having crushes on all those guys out on the field that are 10 years older than her. So we'll just go with it. <laughs> as long as it's the good ones. So this one is like a take it or leave it type of an- type of question. It's uh, who do you predict is going to be the breakout star this season, else this season? So I feel like we already know that Yezriak and Kerwin Vargas are having really awesome seasons compared to last year. But after seeing little glimpses of it, I'm thinking Chris Hagart might have a breakout season. And, you know, with um, with the way we don't have a ton of depth in all of these cups games that we're going to have to play, I think that he's going to have a lot of opportunity to shine. And I think, um, yeah, I think he's going to become a really valuable player for us. I think it's a great call. Me too. I think I actually said that in our podcast that we recorded last night. <laughs> no, we talked about him, but I think I. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I mean I think it's just that means we're all on the same page. He obviously impressed us with something. We all saw the same potential, and and he can do those corner kicks. And Laddie, Laddie lets him. He did have some nice service into the box, and we, that has been lacking. Amen to that. Did you see how him and Camille, when Camille got his goal, um, did you see how they, like, Camille immediately ran over to Chris and, like, hugged him and picked him up? And that shows you that they've got some chemistry there. They've been practicing and they trust Hagar. And I think Laddie trusts Hagar to come in. He did in that one game. And everybody was giving him a hard time, but he came in and got a penalty. He did the corner kicks. I mean, what else can you ask for out of a kid that's just trying? So. I think I think you got a good answer there. Thanks. Okay, so we only got two more questions. Unless there's anything else you want to add. 
We got two more questions, Morgan. <laughs> oh, so it's, uh, do you have a game day routine or any advice that you'd like to pass along for other uh, parents, families with kids? Oh, so for, um, for families with kids. So we always park in the parking deck right at the North Gate. It's $40, but it's totally worth it. Back into your parking spot so that you don't have to back out when there's a ton of traffic. That's the best thing is just not having to walk down busy streets with crazy people driving and just park in that parking deck and walk straight across and go in the North Gate. Um, it's also great if you are able to get club seats because they have the um, unlimited soft drinks. And so you don't have to pay for a cup. You just walk up there and grab a cup and then the kids can um, you know, mix all their drinks and have all the drinks. And I think that saves a ton of money and stress and just, you don't have to worry about it. The kids can just get whatever they want. Um, I wish they would bring back the potato chips that they had last year, but you know, that's okay. Uh, but you can also get, you know, the bucket of popcorn and, and roll with it for a couple hours. So I guess that's our, um, you know, the way we always do it. Yeah. Cause Saturday mornings are normally Y soccer in the morning and then, um, Charlotte FC in the night at night. So it, it works out really well. What's your favorite kit? I just threw a question aside. You know me, I'm going to derail us. So let's go. Out of the three kits, which one's your favorite? Well, so technically there's five kits if you count the Adidas. Uh, what do they call them? The ones where they use them out of water bottles. So my daughter and I both have matching. What was it? Earth Day. For the save the plastic, whatever in the plastic. The Earth Day kits. Is that what they call them? Yeah, I think so. So my daughter and I have the matching white ones with the pink, uh, or really, really light pink um, writing on them. So that was cute last year because we've never done the matching mother-daughter outfits because that's just not her style. But the fact that she let me have a matching kit with her was a big deal. Um, but our family, so I mentioned that my husband's only 5'6". Uh, we wear the same size kit. And my son and my daughter, uh, we forced them to wear the same size kit. So we have one of everything in youth and in adult, and we just kind of rotate them out. That's smart. Now, my daughter and I wear the same size now, too, so that's what we do. We just have one of each, and then we – I don't usually wear a kit. I try to wear a different shirt if we win or lose, and we've been, <laughs> we haven't been winning, so I'm running out of shirts. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't wear this one again because we lost really bad when I wore it, so it's not allowed to be worn at a game. But – um, but yeah, so we just alternate our, our kits now that she's my size. Thank God. Cause they're expensive. They are not cheap. We don't have a name on any of the back of ours because my husband is a Browns football fan. <laughs> well, as, as a Browns football fan, they never have the same quarterback for like more than two or three years. And so he has all of oh, the, yeah. all of the stars, uh, jerseys. And then as soon as they leave, you know, he can't wear that Jersey anymore. So, uh, yeah, he's learned not to, not to put names on the back of the soccer kids. Now that's about how we are now with how many people have departed. <laughs> Kara learned her, learned hers. Yeah. I can't remember who, who listed that out on Twitter, but to put all the original players and where they are now, that was, humbling it's hard because you get attached to these guys you know and you're like oh they're so great and then the next thing you know they're gone and you're like well that sucks this is the last one it's are you a tea or coffee drinker and what type if so uh so i'm actually drinking coffee right now even though it's 11 o'clock at night so i'm a 
an all day long coffee drinker. My husband jokes that my coffee is actually just like melted coffee ice cream because I put so much sugar and so much half and half in it uh, that it's more like a dessert. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I, what is that Beastie Boys song? I like my sugar with coffee and cream. That, that's me. So I do mine the same way, except I put whole, I put whole milk. So I go even further. I'm like straight up. Let's go. There's, it's so white. The coffee doesn't even look brown anymore because it looks like a white color when I do it. So I just drink Sundrop instead. I used to be a Mountain Dew girl, yeah. <laughs> That's so much better. Well, Morgan, thank you for being with us today. It was fun. You're more than welcome to join us anytime you want to. We hope you had a good time with us. Yeah, I had a blast. I would, I would love to do this again. You guys are great. Well, Kara, Kara's great, and I'll definitely take you off the rails. So if you need, if you need something to just definitely get you some humor out there here i am <laughs> call on me <laughs> but anyway thank you so much and uh carrie do you got anything else for us thank you all for listening and we hope you enjoyed it we'd love to interview any of our other fans who'd like to come on and chat with us thank you all